time to thrive. Welcome to the Thrivology Podcast with Dr. Lee Bauckham. Join us as we explore ways that you can thrive in your life, regardless of what life throws at you. It's your life. Time to live it. Several weeks ago, I started talking about some episodes I had in my life while I was a chaplain. And one of those episodes, I talked about a woman who grabbed me by the arm and told me to not waste it, not waste my life. There was something else that she told me uh, that I think even goes deeper than that point of not wasting your life. And that was when she grabbed my arm and said, make life matter, make it matter. That was the exact phrase. Don't waste, don't waste it was the first one. The second was make it matter. And, And as we talked a little bit more, it really was about life that she realized that there were some times that she had wasted some time in her own life. And there were also some times when she felt like she hadn't really made it matter. The fact was, as I had heard her story over the years, this was a woman who didn't waste much time. She certainly hadn't wasted much time in the later years, uh, the last years of her life. And I got the sense that she had never been out of touch with the fact that things mattered, that things were important. She had always placed an emphasis on relationships and an emphasis on what she could do in the world and all the contributions that were possible. And so in those conversations, I realized that she still had a sense of making sure that she didn't waste it and that that she made it matter. And she passed that that on to me, a young chaplain at that point, she passed that on to me and I've realized that those, those two sentences have rattled around in my mind for some time, and it, they have contributed to things I've talked about, the things that I have described, and in fact are directly applicable to some of the things that I now am writing about. Uh, in fact, what I'm working, working on right now is a, a book on making it matter. In fact, that's the title of it, Make It Matter, because I believe that that's so important. And as we think about that, we also want to remember that it already matters. The fact that you are here, the fact that you're in the world, you already matter. You matter to people around you, to family, to loved ones. And sometimes people lose track of that. Sometimes people fall into despair because they forget how much they matter. And they also forget how much they can make it matter more. That's kind of the task of this. As I'm writing in this book, I'm thinking about the questions, the bigger questions of of legacy. Not just the fact that all of us matter, but how specifically can we make ourselves matter the most? Not because we want fame, not because we want fortune, but because it makes a difference in the world. Sometimes I think that's what misses the boat in, in politics and in business and in lots of places in life where people want fame and They want to be known for something. They want to be wealthy. They want to have power, and they forget that underneath that, the bigger thing is how we make a difference in the world, how we leave the world a better place. The other pieces may come along with that, but when we lose track of that, the fame doesn't matter. Famous for what? Famous for insignificant things or money doesn't matter because money for what? That's going to be left behind. We don't take it with us. And power doesn't matter unless the power is in service of good. Otherwise, it's self-aggrandizement, it's ego, it's driven by things that don't really stand the test of time. But legacy tends to stand the test of time. If we think back 
on many of the contributions. We've watched people who have built their fortunes, but their legacies are built on how they've helped the world, how they've built museums and how they've created endowments and how they have left money for nonprofits to do great things. The money became in service of making it matter deeply. Legacy is the big question here. What do we leave when we're no longer around? David Brooks is an author who talked about this. He talked about the fact that we really have two resumes in our life. We have a vocational resume. That's the resume that where we get to talk about our, our professional accomplishments. We talk about the school we went to and, and the awards we've received and uh, how much we ha- were paid on that, this job and how long we stayed on that job and what projects we managed and how we had all these skills that helped us contribute to some company or to some job. But then he said there's another resume that is even deeper And that's what he called our eulogy resume. The things that will matter that people will talk about at our funeral. (laughs) In our eulogy, how will we be remembered? I think what David's pointing to is the fact that that comes from two different places. There's a skill set, but then there is a set of our behavior that is about our character set. Our character set and our skill set together are pretty powerful. So much in our world, though, has lost track of that place of character, the place where we stand up for who we are, that we know who we truly are at our core, and we bring that into the world. And when we do that, that's what gets remembered at the end. That's what is spoken about at our eulogy, the great relationships we made and the contributions we created in our community, in our family, in the world around us, how we carried ourselves with certain characteristics, our character, how we move through the world in those ways, which raises the question of what your mark will be. What difference will you leave in the world? Really, this is a question that we all have to face. And the sooner we face it, the better off. There's something about the fact that this dying woman grabbed the arm of a 24-year-old kid that had the whole life in front of him to think about that. I've got to admit that over the years, it's gotten more and more important to me. As I've now crossed the half-century mark, as my wife will remind me, not just recently, but (laughs) over a year ago and almost two years ago, I crossed that mark. So I can't but think about the fact that now on is about building my legacy of what what mark I want to leave in the world for those around me. But what was planted as a 24-year-old kid was the idea that that mattered, And I've got to say, I came from a family that was about meaning and purpose. My father was a pastor, and generations before him were in the ministry. My mother was a school teacher and and school guidance counselor, and they were always about contributing to the world and, and helping those in need. And so I come from a family that already was about meaning and purpose, not so much about power and money. And in that process, I knew that, but we still get caught up in life. We start thinking about those things at 24 that we're chasing that don't matter that much when we're 52. And that difference is huge. 
she planted seeds that I still am, am taking out. The, I think the fertilizer was long there before she planted those seeds. The fertilizer had been laid by my family. She planted the seeds that I continue to watch as they grow, and I keep thinking about the fact that there are things that we can do to make a difference in the world. And that's what I really am wanting to talk about a little bit today and, and as we move forward about how we step into this. In fact, in a little bit, I'm going to ask you to respond to me and let me know how this fits into your life because while I'm writing this book, I'm thinking about how people are doing it in real life, how they're trying to bring a deeper sense of purpose into their own life, how they're trying to make a bigger difference in the world. So what will you leave as your legacy? What will be your choice? Because here's the thing. We will leave a legacy. We will leave memories behind. We'll leave things we've done behind. We'll leave memories for people to think about us and ways that they will talk about us. Every one of us will have that. And the question is whether we have chosen that legacy or whether it just happens. Whether by chance it's there or because we have chosen the path that we want to leave behind. Because it matters. And the bigger thing is we can make it matter. We have a choice in that. In fact, those are two words that I really appreciate these days. We have a choice. We always have a choice. Viktor Frankl reminded us that after everything is stripped from us, we always have a choice of our attitude. No matter what's happened in our life, we still ultimately have some choice in the matter. As long as we're breathing and thinking, we still have a choice in how we move through life. More than that, we have a responsibility, the ability to respond, responsibility. We have a responsibility to make a difference, to bring ourselves fully into the world, to bring our talents into the world, which brings us to what I consider the MPI triad, MPI triad, meaning, purpose, and impact. Those three pieces are the core essentials for building a thriving, deep life, for building our eulogy resume, because with those three pieces, we find the power for ourselves. We start with meaning. Meaning is something that's internal to you. It's how you make sense of the world. When people can't find meaning, they fall into despair. But I'm of the belief that there is always a place for making meaning. We humans are natural meaning makers. Things happen and we draw from that about what that means around us. And the question is whether that mean, what it means to us furthers or holds us back. I always believe in the better of people, that we are moving towards something bigger and better, and that we create the meaning in that moment. So meaning is an internal piece of how you make sense of the world around you. And there are a myriad ways we do that. In fact, every single one of us has a different way of making meaning. We all have a different variations. Now, you may say, well, what about that group? They all think the same thing. They all believe the same thing. So their meaning is the same, and that would be inaccurate. <laughs> In every belief system, there are disagreements about what the deeper things mean. In every person, there's a different way of viewing the world around them based on their own individual paradigm, their own model of seeing the world. But our meaning comes from internal 
We make sense of what's happening in our life so that we can put it in order and continue to move through it. When things don't make sense, we struggle until we can make them make sense. The second piece, the P, purpose, is a transition from internal to external. Our purpose is the place we move from our internal world into the outer world. It's where your desire to do is taken into the world. The desire to do something of passion. So we often have these places where we have deep interest and deep concern. And they usually are the circle points of our purpose. And we activate them when we move that into the world. You probably know people, just as I do, that go to their job because that's where they get a paycheck. And so they get up and they drudge to work and they drudge through the day and they drudge through the evening only to repeat it the next day with very little purpose. Then you probably know other people who are on fire to get to the office or get to their job or get to whatever they're doing, get to their volunteer position, get to their role because it has some sense of purpose for them, usually because it's tied into some sense of passion for them. The best of worlds is when we get to have our purpose be our vocation. But there are people who go to a job that gets them through the day so that they can then go live their purpose. So it's not always your job that has to create your place of purpose. It's great when that happens, but it's not necessary. The fact is that there are many people who have lost a sense of purpose in our world. And when they lose that sense of purpose, they begin to struggle with having the energy to move forward, the passion to move forward. The last piece of that is impact. This is where it's external. The difference that we make is out there. And it's impossible to avoid. If you think about this image, you're walking down a beach. There is no way to not leave your tracks in that beach. As you walk through your life, there is no way to not leave tracks through your life. The question is whether it's going to be a positive impact or a negative impact. Many people get caught up in uh, just kind of doing their thing without thought about how it affects other people. And oftentimes the negative impact comes because we're working from a place uh, of selfishness, self-centeredness, of ego, of what I want. And we drag others down with us as opposed to those who make a positive impact. We're trying to make a difference in the world, to see things better, to make things better, to leave the world better, to have better relationships to have a rich, more complex community, to have uh, a difference in how people who are on the margins are treated, the people who are uh, among the most vulnerable, how they are treated. They are the focus when we move in and make an impact. Here's the thing. Impact is contagious. When you're on fire in a positive way, that catches just like when somebody is in, in a negative state, that's contagious too. A lot of times, the easiest way to see where you're headed is to look at the people that you spend time with. Look around at the four, five, six people you most spend time with and see where they are because you're likely on that same path. If you like it, that's great. If you look at that and realize that's not getting you to the best place, you might want to change that. You might want to begin to notice. People who are moving in negative directions tend to collect other people who are also moving in that same direction. 
And it ends up being a, a process where they kind of feed off each other. But people who are moving in a positive direction also pull others into that, whatever that is. If you decide to get healthy, it's likely that some others around you will be drawn to that and start getting you healthier too. If you make a difference in others' lives, people will see that and decide to join you in that task or at least join you in making the world a better place. Because our impact, it, it ripples out. I always think of that image of, of a rock hitting the water and splashing and, and as it moves out, those circles keep moving out. And it moves from you to others and those that it can gain strength as it goes so that the the wave gets bigger and bigger and it makes a bigger and bigger difference. That's what we're watching in culture, isn't it? We're watching those who are seemingly on a path of negative impact and others who are on a path of positive impact and the people who tend to be drawn to one or the other. And the question is whether we allow a negative wave to carry us or we choose a positive wave wave and we flow with it. Not only that, but we add to it. Which brings me to my questions about you. As I'm writing this book, I really do want to hear from you. I want you to write me. You can leave a comment below the podcast if you're on my website, or you can send me an email. You can send it to me straight. It's lee at thriveology.com, L-E-E at thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E, O-L-O-G-Y.com, Lee at Thriveology.com. Here's what I want to hear from you. What's your make it matter? What are the things that you're working on to make it matter? How do you find meaning? What are the pieces of the puzzle for you, that meaning puzzle? How do you put life together so it makes sense to you? And not just makes sense, but makes sense for you to continue pushing forward. What's your purpose? Where does your passion grab you and carry you to greater places? What are the places where you draw your passion? Specifically, what are your passions? But also, how do you tap into that? And how do you let that feed your purpose? And what do you see your place of impact? What impact do you want to have? How do you see that impact growing? How do you see yourself as part of something bigger? I would love to hear that. That's what's going in my book of how people make meaning, how people find their purpose, how people create their impact. That's how we build a thriving world, and that's a part that you play. So I'd love to hear your answers to those questions. Where do you find your meaning? How do you build your purpose? What do you want your impact to be? Let me know. Tell me your stories. Leave them in the comments below if you're on my website or just drop me an email, lee at thriveology.com, lee at thriveology.com. And this is Lee Balkum wishing you the best for a thriving life. listening to the Thriveology podcast. Thank you for listening. If you want more information, visit us at thriveology.com or at thriveologymagazine.com. Remember that Thriveology is spelled T H R I V E O L O G Y. It's your life. Time to live it. Uh-huh.